0: Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is the Daily 202 for Tuesday, January 21st. Here is an update from today's show. President Trump's defense team is maneuvering behind the scenes with Senate Republican allies to ensure that former National Security Advisor John Bolton does not testify publicly during the impeachment trial if four Republicans join with Democrats in voting to call witnesses. One option being discussed, according to a senior administration official, would be to move Bolton's testimony to a classified setting because of national security concerns. The point would be so that the American people couldn't see it. To receive the testimony in a classified session, Trump's attorneys would have to request such a step and it would probably need the approval of 51 senators. But that proposal, being discussed among some Senate Republicans in recent days, is seen as a final tool against Bolton becoming an explosive figure in the trial who would be able to verbalize some of the more damning evidence bolstering allegations that the president abused his power. Republicans involved in the discussions – say that they're also looking for ways to throw up as many legal roadblocks as possible to stop witnesses who could hurt the president from being able to appear. Trump said last week that he will assert executive privilege if there's a bipartisan vote to call Bolton, and the White House has indicated in conversations with GOP lawmakers that it could appeal to federal courts for an injunction that would stop Bolton if he refuses to go along with their instructions. A new CNN poll finds that 69% of Americans, including many Republicans, want to hear from witnesses during the trial. A slight 51% majority of the country says the Senate should vote to convict and remove Trump from office, while 45% say senators should vote against conviction and removal. Later, late yesterday afternoon, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell finally released the text of the ground rules that will guide trial proceedings, which start today. The Kentucky Republican has been holding them very close to the vest, and they're clearly designed, when you read them, to wrap this trial up as quickly as possible, or as quickly as he believes is really politically tenable. He's looking to fast-track the components that are most problematic for the president. To wit, Each side gets 24 hours to make its opening arguments starting Wednesday afternoon, but McConnell is compressing it into two session days. It's unclear whether Democrats would press to use all of their time, but if they do, making the case against the president could continue well past midnight when people aren't watching. After the House managers and Trump's lawyers make their case, senators will then be allowed 16 hours to question the opposing sides. After that... Both sides will debate for a maximum of four hours on whether to consider subpoenaing witnesses or documents at all, followed by a vote on whether to do so. If a majority of senators agree, then there will probably be motions from both sides to call various witnesses, Republicans will want to call Hunter Biden, for example, with subsequent votes on issuing each individual subpoena. The McConnell resolution also allows Trump's team to move at any time to dismiss the charges, although it's not explicitly mentioned in the four-page measure from McConnell because doing so is allowed under standard impeachment trial rules. Under the McConnell plan, the Senate trial also won't automatically admit evidence from the House process. That's a big break from the impeachment trial of Bill Clinton 21 years ago, which McConnell says is the model he's following. Though the material will be printed and made available to senators, it won't be admissible unless a majority of senators vote to approve it. This resolution infuriated Democratic senators, with Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer calling the document a national disgrace and accusing McConnell of shrouding testimony and rushing the trial as part of what he calls one of the worst cover-ups in American history. The proceedings today will formally begin at 1 p.m. with a debate over the McConnell Resolution. The impeachment managers and the president's lawyers will have an opportunity to debate the proposed rules, while Schumer is expected to offer changes to the measure that would allow the Senate to call several witnesses desired by Democrats at the outset. Democrats could also push for more than one vote on witnesses and documents. But McConnell's lieutenants express confidence to us that all 53 Republican senators will stay in line today and support his rules as written. Once those parameters are set, the formal arguments will begin. Yesterday, the seven House prosecutors and the president's team of defense attorneys did walkthroughs on the Senate floor, and both sides also filed dueling legal briefs. Trump's legal team argued over 171 pages that the two articles of impeachment against Trump, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, are structurally deficient and urged senators for an acquittal because it's a, quote, rigged process. In their own 111-page brief, the House laid out its case against Trump. The White House insists there was no underlying crime here, so he can't be impeached, even though that's not the standard in the Constitution. And Democrats are now responding that the Government Accountability Office opinion that was released last week showed Trump withholding aid appropriated by Congress broke the law. With the GAO report and all the information that was turned over by former Rudy Giuliani associate Lev Parnas over the last few weeks The White House is now advancing a fairly novel legal argument that the senators are only allowed to pay attention to evidence that the House had in its possession when it voted to impeach on December 18th. And the White House announced the names last night of eight House Republicans who will formally be part of Trump's defense team. They will make his case not on the Senate floor, where McConnell has told the president he does not want them mucking up his carefully laid plans, but on cable news as official representatives of the president. The eight Trump loyalists are Representatives Doug Collins of Georgia, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, Jim Jordan of Ohio, Debbie Lesko of Arizona, Mark Meadows of North Carolina, John Ratcliffe of Texas, Elise Stefanik of New York, and Lee Zeldin of New York. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts.